0: fight on fight on fight on fight on fight on oh my goodness coming to you live again tonight it's a thursday but bobby i thought bobby Freels real was supposed to be every sunday and wednesday night well i do it whenever i feel like it what's up you guys welcome welcome Graham. how you doing dirt bike boy 28 hi how you guys doing man it's good to see you what's up rhino Evan Thomas, hello. Thank you guys for sticking around. We're doing a Bobby for real tonight. Alex, he says, Bobby. AJ, the man himself, the man behind the art. Guys, I got these uh, matches from a Mexican restaurant a couple days ago. Well, I picked it up because I thought it was a toothpick, a toothpick box. But it ended up being matches. So I was chewing on a match for like 20 minutes. It was super awkward. I'm pretty sure that's why I had explosive diarrhea. I'm just kidding. What's up guys? Skiff for surf. You were the funniest person ever. Wow dude that means a lot. Do you surf? Skiff for surf? I got a surfboard right here. Bobby check DMs. Okay I'll check after. If you guys donate I will for sure check DMs. So give me money. <laughs> give me money so that I don't have to have this hormone disorder. Do you guys like the headband? Look at me. Do I look just like a salt middle, a body improvement member? Um, Yeah, guys, Thursday night, Bobby for real, got an amazing guest hopping on, my good friend Jake Higa, part of the Junk Tramp squad. He might be doing some flipperoo's, telling us about how it's possible to do some wild stuff in the air, on the tramp, on the wall. He's basically, oh, he's in here. Jake, I didn't even see you join. But he's basically uh, on the cusp of inventing a sport. Him and the mandyme, Garrett Myers, are sort of the Magic Johnson, AKA Magic Johnson and Larry Bird of this sport. And uh, we need to talk more about it because it's fascinating. And he's uh, hanging around the Perry house. Could be my new cuddle buddy, even though he already is. Please welcome Jay Hinga. the cod's welcome
1: did you just compare us to magic johnson and larry bird that's awesome
0: yeah yeah, dude they were the pioneers are you at the gym right now no man (laughs) we're oh dude you're in some undisclosed location i've never seen or heard of ever before (laughs) (laughs) um bro what's up so yeah i did compare you to magic and larry because you guys are sort of on the cusp of A new sport for those that don't know i'm sure many do but uh what sport do you participate in um tramp wall tramp wall so if you guys have never seen tramp wall it's probably the craziest thing i've ever seen people go how tall is there a regulation wall size for this thing or it's sort of just the person's sort of
1: um whatever they
0: have available
1: i'd say pretty standard for most professionals is 10 or 12 feet okay cool So,
0: you get a 10 or 12 feet wall. There's a trampoline easily dug into the ground, or maybe it's elevated. And these guys... uh,
1: A lot of times, the trampoline's four feet off the ground, and then it's another 12 feet after that. Oh, my gosh.
0: So, dire consequences. So, these guys jump off the wall to their backs, bounce on the trampolines, run up the wall, and do tricks. Um, What was the, the origin of wall tramping? And I'm familiar that this has just recently become sort of like a sport that you guys are trying to push for. I went to one of the competitions. It was amazing. So uh, what do you know about like the beginnings of Wall Tramp and how has it sort of evolved into more of this um, phenomenon that I believe it's coming to be?
1: Well, for before anything, it was a circus thing. It was like a show. Mm. So one of the first shows that had it was uh, Cirque Circus Soleil's La Nuba. And there's these La two... Ba- Lanuba, yeah, it was in Florida, in Orlando, and that show ran for like twenty years. The same show, and then wow. two, maybe, maybe three years ago now, it, it finally ended, and they're they're revamping the show finally. But it's crazy that it lasted That's that cool. long. That show it was like one of the main acts.
0: So what? What sort of? What do you think that inspired them to make something a show out of that? Is it because you can? Oh, I mean, I've obviously seen. The cool stuff you can do that but adding adding the wall just adds a whole new element of tricks you can do right and stuff in like
1: space that you can work with mm-hmm. well it's funny because they didn't mean to make it an act like they had huh. they had this open space with a wall behind it and they're like in between two acts and they're like can you guys just like throw a trampoline in there and then just do some stuff to kind of like entertain the crowd for a little bit and then we'll move to the next act And it worked so well and was so popular. Uh, And they started, like, really figuring out some cool things to do that it became a whole act on its own. And then the the next show came through. I forget the name of that show. Um, I think it was Dralion is what it was called. Then they're like, all right, let's do it again, but better. And then they actually made it legit. That's now Ovo was that show. Wow,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. So that sort of pioneered the realm of uh... Uh, like a wall, tramp kind of thing. How did you get? So were you? I know you've been very diverse with the amount of sports that you've done. And did you go from a, like a gymnastics things and trampoline, or are you like interested in trampolines? And how did you find like a tramp, like the tramp wall?
1: I never did. I didn't know how to do a flip until I was eighteen. Like I graduated wow, or I could backflip.
0: That's crazy. Which the surprises- <laughs> you can just like go with ease right now.
1: So it's been about th- what,
0: like nine years.
1: This gym, the first gym I ever went to was called Kids Gym. And I would walk in during open gyms and there'd be like a bunch of eight-year-old little girls just doing back handspring, back spring, back handspring. And I'm over here like falling on my butt on like front flips. And yeah. that's how I got started in terms what, of flips. What,
0: what, what, yeah, what made you want to go to that gym in the first place? Like, What inspired you to want to learn how to fly through the air gracefully like a swan?
1: Uh, well, two things. Um, I'd always seen movies where people like did – backflips off of walls or trees like step-up movies things like that where people would do do badass stuff and i was like man that's so cool i wish i could do that and then two, i was going to play basketball in college and then last minute i decided not to and we had a a trampoline in our backyard my brothers and i always liked learning to flip but i wouldn't do it too seriously because i don't want to get injured Uh Uh, Decided not to go to college for basketball i was like all right let's let's like learn how to flip a little bit more seriously and we looked up a gym where we could go in and be like, let's do it with mats on. And like, let's do it where I can ask people who actually know how to do it. And that's like what got me started.
0: That's cool. So did you, was it more from like movies or like seeing people on like YouTube and social media being like, oh, that's cool. Cause I want to try it. Cause I remember my, my brother got into it way more than I did. Cause he got really into parkour and I would try it too. But I was sort of trying it out when I was in my awkward middle school phase. So <laughs> he would have me jump off of like giant, like Uh, electrical whatever boxes and I would just like break my neck every single time because I was like a a giraffe giving birth midair and uh, but uh, it was because we watched Damien Walters on YouTube and we were like dude that guy is so sick but like was there anyone like that that inspired you like you saw a show or something that made you want to do that or was like just seeing specific specific things I
1: think in the beginning a lot of it wasn't I mean social media wasn't super huge then either no uh, so for me, it was mainly just, um, it, was, it was like I said, like movies, like being so much, like a superhero, like Spider-Man, do a backflip in a movie, or like the step up, like them be able to do a flip in the middle of dancing. And I was like, man, that is so cool. Like, I want to yeah. do that. Um, But it wasn't, once I got into it, then I started looking up YouTube and like looking up tutorials and trying to find out who I learned from. But I wouldn't say that original inspiration
0: gotcha how did you so what's the time frame from you're 18 years old you're trying to throw your first couple flips what's the timeline of when you can like backflip comfortably for the first time and then how do you progress within that kind of stuff uh like how fast did you learn everything like how quickly and how frequently did you have to go in order to continue to push the pace to get better and better
1: yeah i mean it, especially in the beginning, just going a little bit, you'll learn every single time almost. Uh, mm. It just depends on how fast you'll learn. Uh, but I was, I started off once a week going to this open gym and then practicing on my backyard trampoline. Uh, and then I looked up another gym so I could go twice a week. And, and then pretty much from there on out, I was going to, I was training like two to three times a week for like the next, like, till now. <laughs> like I've pretty much always been going like, I'll do a flip at least two to three times a week every week for the past like six years or something. Wow.
0: And how do you even uh, train for that? Like, do you do like a certain kind of amount of drills or you just like watch flip and you just keep doing the same movements or like you build up to certain things? Like what's the sort of process like?
1: Yeah, it just depends on what kind of skill you want. So like in the beginning, obviously the first thing I wanted was just a straight backflip. So I would like learn how to do backflips on trampolines or like get over the fear. And then, like, have someone spot me. And then as soon as I could kind of do it on my own in the gym, then the next goal was, like, all right, I know I can do it on a gym into mats, but on the gym on the floor without mats. And then if I can do it in, on the gym, let's can I do it outside in, like, you know, like a playground that has, like, um, what is that wood stuff? Oh, like, like the wood chips? Wood chips, you know, something that's yeah. a little softer. So if you eat shit, it's not that bad. Yeah,
0: um, you just get a bunch of splinters right in the – old butt crack yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) so i would would just start off small and then like once you get the basics then it's like okay well i can do a backflip now i can let maybe i can do a backflip with a half twist which you were learning like that right i was trying yeah into the
0: pool
1: yeah so it's like once you get the backflip with a half twist then you're like all right now let me try a full twist and then you just like incrementally just keep put like there's never an end like you're like two and a half twists, now quad now two flip. you always just keep adding stuff
0: do do you gain any type of like uh, more athleticism while you do that, or does every does an athletic person have the potential? Because like when you were doing a backflip to where you're now doing like I don't even know you're gonna have to like walk me through some of the names eventually here. But like when you like evolve from like a backflip to like a mega double backflip, does it require you to have a certain amount of athleticism that only unlo- unlocks from training in these kind of things, or is it something that you have and it's just learning the techniques?
1: Uh, I think it's way more technique in the beginning. Mm. Most of most of the people who are doing stuff in the beginning, they're not doing it right. The right technique. Uh, there's a there's a clip that went super viral on YouTube, uh, and it was basically called. I think the title was "No Excuses." Fat kid does, anything. and it's like clearly not athletic looking kid, um, very fluffy, and he just does a gorgeous butterfly twist which is a, a name of this tricky move on yeah breath. and it just like and then after that he's like wait a minute I'm not done with you and he does the, like a round off backflip with his legs kicking out like in a split and, wow. um, and it's just like a good that went viral unfortunately the kid passed away like some wow. or something like that but um, for, I don't know for what reason but um, that was like a good example of like you don't have to be you know, fit to be able to do these things. Now, once you hit a certain level, like, if you want to be able to do like, you, the, lately there have been kids who can do like a double backflip on flat ground, like yeah. I can't do that. And like, someone who just like got off the street can't do that. They train so that they can maximize like how strong they are, how high they can jump, how fast. Yeah. But a lot of times, just the basic skills, it's all technique, it's not even that. Now, it is harder to learn, and if you shit you eat shit hard because if you weigh 250 pounds and you hit the ground you're gonna hurt yourself a lot more than (laughs) yeah pounds Um, for sure so that's really it
0: well that's why like it's so crazy especially when you do all these things especially on the wall because you don't have the body type of someone that you would assume could be doing like all these kind of crazy flips and stuff because you're such a big such a big guy um, but do you think that it gives you an advantage in some ways of like explosiveness and having like a bigger lever? Uh, because can you, you, think you can reach a higher maximum potential or does it hold you back almost that you
1: don't have sort of like the smaller, more compact launch point? I've told a lot of people this. I think it's a harder learning curve for taller people, but the maximum, uh, level is still just the same as anyone else. So gotcha. like, if I'm six foot tall, like what you were talking about being like a growing, you know, a giraffe when you were young, like you have a lot of limb and you don't know what to do with it. So it kind of fucks you up all the time. Yeah. Uh, if you're someone who's small and you're not using good technique and you're like arms dragging behind, it's not going to be dragging you as much as like a really long arm. But when I know how to use my body and I go from like this big open position and I start to wrap into a twist, I'm pulling so much more in. So mm-hmm. it helps in some degrees and it hurts in others. Um, I've never been a good flipper, like doing, I've done triples before, but I know a lot of kids who can just literally, like Drew's a good example. He's not little, but Drew's shorter than me and he's got really like flexible hips. So when he pulls into a tuck, he like snaps into a flip. So he can do triples way easier than I can. Um, but I've always been a really good twister. I think my arms, when I pull in, I can pull so much in, That's Uh, cool. but it took me a while to get to that point, you know?
0: Yeah. So, when did you go from learning flips in the gym and at the gymnastics place into discovering the wall trap?
1: Um, so th- about four years went by. I graduated high school I went to college at Michigan State University and, nice. and yeah, and then the entire time i'd like my study breaks would be like going to the gym and learning flips, and I went to um after I graduated, I went to uh, Grand Rapids, a city in Michigan, and just got a job at a gym. And my buddy Dylan, who I th- I don't know if you've met actually, Dylan Vance. Yeah, he was at the competition. Oh yeah, yeah. He ended up uh, getting the first of our gr- friend group, the first professional circus contract. So he left shortly after me to wow. do in a show. And so we, me and Luke, shop uh, saw that and were like, oh, if we learn this skill learn this discipline we could like get to travel the world and perform too so like let's try and learn it now what really set it for me is i went to this uh event for tricking uh, and i did a double back on spring landed short and sprained my ankle really bad Ooh. so i was pretty much out of hard floor tumbling for like two months i think but tramp walk, especially in the beginning doesn't use your ankles a lot because you're mainly bouncing on your back so I took the time to learn how to learn to walk the wall during that. Wow. But helped me learn it. Dude, that's
0: awesome. And then did you did you sort of like – so you were you mostly got into it because you were trying to just basically pass the time, stay in shape, and keep like the skills sharp. And then did you just kind of develop a sort of like love for it as you were going? And, and then there's almost like a community in itself for like the wall trap. You know what I mean? That's something I really liked is it seems like the guys – but it's not like it's like a it's not really like a main discipline either, right? It's something that like other people who are like into like flipping and stuff do. But it's sort of like a niche in itself, right?
1: Yeah. So like out of flippers, you know, you can be in parkour, you can be a you can be a gymnast, you can be a, a tricker, which is what I started with. Um, so I'm still very close to the tricking community. But then gotcha. I got into the ramp wall community. Um, and that's mainly only, it's not a sport. It's really just a performance. It's an art.
0: Yeah. They're
1: trample artists. and not like trample athletes. Yeah. Um, and so that was for me a big switch too, because I went from like basketball and football where you're like, I mean, you know, like you're training to get stronger. You're training to beat the other person, mm-hmm. but you're not necessarily doing it to look cool. Um, so I had to switch like, okay, I'm learning how to do a flip with a twist and now trying to get two twists and now trying to get three twists to be like, okay, now I need to be able to do just a single flip, but make it look flat so the audience can be like, damn, that was sick. That's right. like...
0: Well, but that's awesome. And But you guys are sort of, you and Garrett, I don't know who else, but like are trying to maybe develop it into kind of a sport, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me about the process of
0: that. Was that something that you guys have thought about or something that um, someone brought to you? And like, what's the process of sort of doing that? Because when we went to your guys' competition, I was like, this is entertaining, like, I was saying, like, people watch cornhole, axe throwing on ESPN. I was like, bro, I would watch this over so many other things because it's so gnarly, and there's dire physical consequences, insane athleticism. Um, what's it kind of like to sort of be on the cusp of pioneering a sport, and what was inspiration for that?
1: I mean, the main thing was just it was kind of a fluke. Like, for something to be a sport, there needs to be clear rules, and – uh for it to hit a mainstream sport you need to be able to understand it so like everyone almost everyone who watches basketball will know the rules so they understand how the game's played and who's going to win um and usually they're really simple things like there are a lot of complicated rules in all the sports but like when it comes down to it it's like football is just like one team's trying to get an object to the other side and the other team trying to stop them like those yeah. things are so simple basketball is like can I get this ba- this ball into that person's hoop and score a point? Like, yeah. Women's tennis
0: is how hard can I scream when I hit the ball? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but for Trample, there wasn't anything really like that. It was, like, you can't tell the difference between me doing, like, two twists and a flip where I put the twists in a different order, but, like, my Trample friends can. So the the mm-hmm. audience can't understand that from a mainstream sport point. Yeah. So what we had to do, and this was just something they stumbled on. I, I wasn't even the one who did this. It was someone else. Um, they just put a box on the top of the tramp wall, and the goal was to land in the box. And then they treated it that, like skate and skateboarding or horse and basketball. Like, if I set the trick, if I shoot the, the basketball from this spot this way and make it, then the the other person has to do it. And if they don't, they get a letter. It's the same thing. If I do a flip okay. and I in the box and I land in it, that person has to do it. And if they don't, they get a letter. First, the spell box loses. And once we came up with that format, then it started being able to be kind of more of a sport. We have some other events, which you saw, like Biggest Trick. We yeah. With a few other ones. Um, I like that, that a
0: lot, too, because like, you can there's, – there's an endless amount of possibilities you can have within it because of the different, like, variations you guys have, like, the best thing. Even, like, the improv was such an interesting thing. I know it's like, a funny game that you guys played, but it was cool that – you can implement so many different things into it because just like how it is it was it it was created as an art you can still implement that into sort of like a competitive nature as well
1: yeah yeah and i'm glad you liked the the improv we didn't really uh perform for you guys it was more just like for the video but it was really fun and uh, like the main thing is what you said like we what we're doing isn't so much just like a sport in a sense it's like we've been doing it for entertainment so we're really yeah. A, a mainstream audience to understand and enjoy and appreciate like what we do. So we have to find ways to make it um, enjoyable. And that's where a lot of these ideas are come from. Yeah. What What's it
0: like to, what was it like to first try to get flipped onto the box? Cause that in itself is pretty insane. Uh, how many
1: times are you scraping your shins on, that, on the side of that thing? <laughs> uh, I've never done it. Um, wow. For the box game, I'm, I've am i done it a couple times. Uh, there There's a wall that used to have windows in it. So, like, imagine halfway up the wall, there's these giant windows, and you, yeah. like, jump out of the windows and then try and pull over back into the windows. I've scraped my, my knees on, and shins on that before. Um, yeah. and people have definitely messed up, but if you know how to do a flip to the top, it's not that much different than to land in the box. It's just, like gotcha. – it's it's being precise enough and having enough control to land there how Um, much
0: like how precise do you really think is it a is it split seconds you have to make as you're finishing the trick to become aware where the box is or do you sort of you train so much you kind of know where you need to be like awareness
1: wise to be able to land in a certain spot or like are those
0: small calculated decisions that
1: you're making during uh it's honestly it's more on the way up like like you kind Uh. of have a second like when you play ping pong you you know where the table, right like you 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 just kind of aim it there even if you're not directly looking at the table and you're running you just kind of hit it direction where it'll go there when you're in the bed flying out of it you're like all right i need to go forward this much and then as soon as you go out of the bed and you start your rotations and stuff then you're usually like oh man i i got a really good push i'm gonna have a lot of energy i need to like slow down a little bit or i'm gonna like over rotate and fall back or oh shit i'm crooked like maybe i can like land on one foot and like lean and try to like balance and like step back into the box and then sometimes you're like oh i messed that one up right away so a lot of times like as soon as you land in the trampoline and you're coming out you that's where all the magic happens and then the the flip itself is really just like all right there's the box and now i'm landing in it but you most of the time know around where it is that's fascinating
0: it's it's so crazy how you it's like the sm- it's like a game of inches because it's so we have to be so precise while you're going at such high speeds it's incredible like the athleticism that you have to have in order to do that what about the uh what's that what was the thing when they like bolted in like that stool is that another part of like what, what is that all that like i thought that was really crazy so there was like uh on the on the wall tramp they bolted in this stool, and then you guys had it. was kind of like the box. It was elevated. It land on an elevated platform.
1: Yeah. So what? they did that for a video uh, for a TikTok bit like a while ago as uh, just like a fun idea to make it like more challenging because like not yeah. in a taped box, but now like if you you fall off of it, that's another thing. But um, uh, Elton, the person who the Senate competition that you you were at, uh-huh. He was like, it would be cool because the box, if it's t- if you're on the ground, you can't see whether we land in or out. But if you raised it and the person physically, you see them oh. up it, now they know. So that's why we chose to go with the pedestal. So that way as gotcha. a teacher, you could understand it more easily.
0: Is it harder to yeah. land on the pedestal? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it, it looked really hard. It's just see, it's like some people are grabbing it with their hands. Yeah. and
1: Yeah. That thing is crazy. Part of it is we're not used to it. We're used to the box, so we, we have it, the, the box really dialed in. It took me, like, a little bit to kind of, like, kind of feel what that extra height can do. Um, and then it's a little high, too, so it's a lot scarier, but it's just enough to kind of throw you off a little bit. Um, but, yeah.
0: That's awesome. What's the craziest trick that you've done and the craziest trick that you've ever seen on a walk trap?
1: I'll say for the craziest one was at that competition, uh, the double the double front with a half twist to triple back to the top. Oh my gosh. Uh, wild. Uh, we all freaked out. And then uh, I have like, a few different ones uh, that are hard, uh, but for different
0: reasons. Uh, Do you have any special? It's kind of like skateboarding. Like, it's sort of like everyone has their own style, like sort of like their own yeah. moves as well, right?
1: Yeah. And like, some people might be like the gnarly like they'll, they'll jump over like a roof and then land on a skateboard or like, you know, they're taking the biggest height and stuff like that. And then other people aren't doing anything like super high. Like the technical aspect of it is so complicated and so precise that people are really good that way. And like my favorite tramp, one of my favorite tramp to watch is named Mo. And the reason he's so good is cause he like, it's watching a dance on tramp wall. Like, He's just oh, throwing, cool. he's completely in the moment. He's so smooth and under control of his body and just feeling the rhythm of the music that it's just like mesmerizing to watch. But he's, awesome. he's not throwing the hardest tricks that have been done in the world. I mean, he's good, but he's not throwing the hardest stuff. He's just so controlled and yeah. everything with the, his stuff.
0: Dang, that's awesome. So what, uh, what would you say your specialty is, twists?
1: Yeah, I would say I'm I'm pretty good at twists. And just in general, I'm a lot, I'm a lot more of a powerhouse than a lot of people. Yeah. Um, like, what's your,
0: if you're playing some box, what's your go-to move to just say, F you, mic drop? Uh,
1: the one that I threw in the competition. Okay, yeah, dude, that was gnarly. Because not many people do that trick to begin with. Not, almost, almost no one does it the way I do it already. Yeah. Um, and definitely no one has it as consistent and under control as I do. Gotcha. So that one for me, that's the biggest thing with box two is you can throw really high difficulty skills, but you need to be able to th- be able to land like eight or ten times because you only get one shot to set a trick. And if you don't set it, the next person gets to go. And they might set a trick that you suck at. So that's where it gets tricky. And then the hard part. <laughs> tricky. Trick, the next person gets – or you get to set a trick again and again and again. Gotcha. So with box, you could literally just run train on everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah that's pretty awesome um uh, it's so it's so unique too and then you guys also have a portion it, the, the, there's just so much you can do like there's the sync, which is the the two people going at once which adds a whole new element to that as well what's it like when you're on there going with those like high speeds high in the air you're just like bouncing right next to someone that if you hit it could be crazy
1: um I'd say the de can be stressful. There's also Tri-Sync, which is three people going. Three? Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. Um, What's the most you've ever seen on there? Three?
1: I've seen – I've definitely seen four. Wow. I've seen five people before, but that one's sketchy. Yeah. And they're not doing anything hard. Three, you can do some pretty cool stuff. Um, but uh is like the standard – like, it's a good sh- – um because it, it like you've seen people like each other and like half. Yeah. Them, right. There's a guy who was in a show. Uh, do you know what? Yes. So for the people who don't know, if uh someone two people land around the same time, one person will land first, and then the other person basically gets double bounce. So the person landing first will like lose all their power. But the other person gets like twice as much power.
0: <laughs> That's so cool.
1: That's really bad with tramp wall, though. Because if you hit the same time and you're already like 15 feet in the air, now you might be going like 20, 25 feet and you might be oh, going over. Oh my gosh. Which happened in a show once. And this guy, like, literally flew over the entire wall. There's two trampolines on either side of a wall. And the guy got double back and flew over the entire wall and just luckily landed in one that was like safe rindling, didn't oh my
0: gosh yeah because like you guys it's no joke because the wall the wall's 10 15 feet you go well above the wall so you're at least 15 feet in the air yeah what what's one of the worst injuries that you've ever seen i know you haven't really had any major ones but uh have you seen anything really bad or is it like because here's another thing about this sport is it's not really something that how would you even, how do you even build up to get into that? Cause you couldn't just send someone who's interested in it off the wall, right? Right off the bat, you know, it's way too high. So how does someone even build up the skills to be able to get into it?
1: Uh, usually you just start off with walking at trampoline level. Like you just start on the trampoline next to the wall. You Just try to like consistently keep bouncing on your back. Cause a lot of people can't even do that in the meeting. And then once you're there, you slowly start getting a little higher and higher, but it's pretty it's pretty self limiting. Like you can't, if you don't have a lot of control, you don't get very high. So you're pretty safe. And then once you get more control, you get higher, but you have more control. So you're also safer. Um, that hard step is from getting like near the top to being able to consistently get all the way to the top on your own. Once you can do that, then we let people drop in. A gotcha. lot we'll let people drop in, but only if there's a map before that.
0: For sure. So what's the worst, what's the worst,
1: thing you've seen gone wrong on one of these things? I've seen two um, in person uh, that I'll share. Uh, I've never gotten injured uh, severely. Um, I've had like back tweaks and stuff. Yeah. The worst injured that I saw, one was early on. I was at a, um, another gym in, in Washington, uh, the state, and this older guy was a skier. Um, I want to say he was like in his 40s probably. And he was learning struggling. So that's where you have three people and you're like, uh, we did it at the competition. They're kind of like cascading and like moving in and out of each other. The guy jumped in, uh, kind of fell and didn't make it back in. And the next guy went underneath him and then oh. the guy up, fell back down. So the guy literally bounced and then got hit and landed oh. and then fell. It uh, basically dislocated. Um, wow. And so he he basically passed out for a little bit, had a small concussion because he, he was you could tell he wasn't with it for a little while. Yeah, and it was a tremendous pain. We ER that was the worst I think I've seen. Um, mm-hmm. And then my buddy Mo actually he's now um, able to bounce again, um, but he was injured uh, at our one of the houses that we were at. We were trying to put on a show, and we were prepping for it. And this show would have been. Argu- arguably one of the most interesting tramp wall shows out there because we were really trying to push the boundary of what could be done and mm-hmm. what the standard was. Yeah. Do a lot of trisync, desync things in ways that hadn't been done before. Dang. And someone got injured, small injury, just like a week. So they went, they got replaced by someone, and that person switched spots with, um, there was a tri-sync pattern, and they switched uh-huh. Now, that's important because in the beginning, it's, uh, let's say, A, person B, person C, and it goes A drops, B drops, C drops, right? Yeah. But later on, it goes A drops, C drops, and then the middle B goes. But because <laughs> people switched places, they were now in a way where the drop happened the same way. And so later on in the end, oh, no. the dropped. And then Mo, who was in the middle, went to drop again. It was the same person as before. A millisecond decision. He went to drop at the same time I was dropping, which I was supposed to. We both fell at the trampoline. He was really smart. And instead of going to his back and potentially getting double bounced all the way over the trampoline, like I told you before. He yeah. And just, like, killed it all. But because of that, there so, I'm a big dude. There's so much power. That his knees flew back, hit him in the face. He flew into the wall, and for oh his ACL and was out for six months.
0: Oh, and that was in the middle of the performance
1: as well. It was the our last prep round before we would have oh, done prep. Wow, dude, that's insane. Well, yeah, it's like, but
0: it's amazing that it doesn't happen as often. But it just goes to show, like, the true like athleticism and preparation that you guys put into it. But yeah, yeah that's crazy because it's it is really like, it has extreme cause you push the extreme boundaries. So there are extreme consequences, but how do you get over the, how do you fight the, do you still do you ever get nervous when you jump off? Like, yeah. yeah how, like how, like, what do you do to like, kind of get over those things? And like, what, what sort of like, do you use any type of me- like mental training or just sort of any type of techniques to get over that fear? Cause I think that's something that, uh, caused a lot of people not to get into this kind of stuff is sort of that fear that they can't get over.
1: Yeah, I'd say two things. Uh, I don't really use technique, so to speak, but you, when you do it long enough, you start to get really good at recognizing what kind of headspace you're in. And some days, <laughs> you're a big bitch. Like, 100%, you know, like, you come out, and like, even stuff that you've done before, you're just suddenly a weenie about for no reason. And other days, are just super calm the whole time. You can be throwing new stuff, and you're just like really in it. And so, part of it is just noticing and regulating, like what kind of moods and space. What do you I'm think
0: causes those shifts?
1: So, honest. Sometimes it's uh my my buddy has a has a saying, and it goes, "Tramp wall is life." And basically, it means, and this goes for anything. Like you could say it about football. You can say it about. Surfing, you could say about wrestling, like anything. Um, a lot of your shit, your things that are going on in life, are literally just manifesting into your sport, and vice versa. Your sport will kind of manifest it elsewhere. So mm-hmm. if you are breaking up with your girlfriend and got a lot of baggage going on, or your your dad just died, or you know things that are happening in your life, will kind of come out in in tramp wall. So like, there have been times where I'm just super pissed off for whatever reason, and I'll come into the session and and you can just feel my energy. Like you're bouncing with me and you can just feel that I'm like angsty and just trying to throw shit on the wall to just like get all of the angst from my life out into the, the wall. Um, and that kind of comes out. And so I feel like a lot of times, like if you're feeling, if I'm feeling like insecure, in life, for whatever reason, maybe I moved into a, a, a new situation where I don't quite know my place, or I'm talking to a girl and I, I'm like, she's ghosting me and it's kind of affecting me. Then when I go and do trample, I'm not feeling very confident in myself. And it kind of shows in my tricks as well. Mm. Um, it's not always, sometimes you can have the reverse too, which only yeah. like you're kind of like doing the opposite to kind of counter it. But I have noticed that like some days are just better than others and some days are. Wow tanked
0: that's amazing yeah it's such a good analogy it's just see it's like it's cool because it is like a double-edged sword because you want to um that's why i think it's so important to have things that you can continue to challenge yourself and strive to be great in because you can uh sort of find out more about who you are and then you would never really learn those things about like what's really bothering you like because like you said they come out while you're doing the act so i yeah. think it's really good to have those outlets because yeah, it's going to cause you to like not have as good of a day when you're doing those things. But at least it's helping you realize that, like, I am human, like, and it, it kind of gives you time to reflect on those things. And I totally agree with what you say. Like, it's, I would use the same kind of outlets and anything I did with football, surfing or anything. And it gives you a lot of time to, whether it helps you or not, uh, with what you're doing, it still helps you recognize. And that's better than the latter of kind of just doing nothing and just letting it all kind of weigh on you. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, that it can Um, either hurt or help your performance and how do you like so what do you what kind of things do you do if you if you do know that
1: Uh, yeah negatively affecting like how do you get over it so to answer the original question like if i yeah but that was great that was great yeah when i'm if i'm feeling really um scared of a certain trick or a new setup or whatever i'm just like really mentally in my head about it um i mean one answer is like the obvious one like sometimes I just shelve it like today's just not the day. I'll just try it again when I'm in a little bit better of a state or when my body feels really good. Um, but if I know I can do it, I'm just trying to calm down. Breath for me is a big one. Um, and a lot of other people in the community have kind of noticed, like, I will really kind of, I don't just throw stuff. Like if I'm doing something hard, I kind of take a moment. I take a little longer than other people and I'll just kind of like, just really like belly breath, just kind of, and just center myself think about what i need to do one more time visualize it all really confidently and then i'll just go and that usually helps a lot um just at least calm me down and then there's another part of it too where you just have to throw it like sometimes you have to know that you have gone through so many drills so many preparations you've bailed in a thousand different ways that you know the worst case scenario even if you fuck up you're gonna be fine Um, and so even if it's a new skill and you're not quite sure what might happen, you have to just trust that your body will act in a way where you'll be safe. Um, and as that has happened more and more, I've been able to just kind of get myself to do sketchier things, um, because I know that at the end of the day, I should be fine. So
0: yeah, preparation breeds confidence. That's for sure. And it
1: helps in life too. Like I've done so many things, probably cliff into water or throw a new crazy skill on the (laughs) that like when i'm like in like let's say i need to go talk to a girl in like a very public situation and i'm like freaking out about it i i feel that same sense of nervousness as me about to throw that kill for yeah. the very first time and it's just kind of like this moment of like you just kind of have to step off the cliff and just like go and then once you go you'll figure it out on the on the run but for sure it's that that moment of hesitation that's where people get screwed
0: it's similar to stand up too like that it's that nervousness that you know you don't need to overcome but it's almost like it's almost like throwing up like you have to do it so just do it and you'll always feel better after
1: exactly and up too it's like you're in the ride now baby like you're on a roller coaster you're strapped in the rides already on the way up like not really getting off at that point like (laughs) i like yeah i guess you could leave but like who's actually gonna get up and like leave (laughs)
0: No one. Garrett said, Garrett's in here. Garrett <laughs> said, girls are way more terrifying.
1: That's
0: funny. Hold on. We're having this guy in right now. Okay. But this is a damn lie. Because you know Garrett's never had any trouble with any ladies. Okay. <laughs> there's no such thing as a man dying. being. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, flip it in the waistband. Flipping Flip it in the waistband. Oh, my God. Easy there, yeah, Chad.
2: Easy there, weird?
0: guy. How you doing, bro?
2: We're good. We're good. How are you boys? I'm sorry I'm late to the uh, the party. It's okay,
0: dude. It's okay. You look so sexy as usual.
2: I missed you guys. How's it going over there?
0: It's I'm doing sorry, great. excuse
2: me. No, you guys are in two separate locations. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in this I'll just Our- location. I wasn't just about <laughs> to go on the backyard. Gary, how, how do you overcome the fear of when you when you got to jump off and do like a crazy big flip? Or I, actually, I feel like you probably have no fear because you're sort of like Superman, but, you know,
2: if you do. How do I get over the fear?
0: Yeah, like you get that nervousness. Like what kind of mental things do you do to kind of overcome that kind of stuff?
2: Well, it kind of sets in from knowing the danger of something, but it's it's an optional emotion, you know? You just, you just can't let it in. Just don't, mm. don't let it seep in
0: yeah well i got a question for both of you guys now
2: that you're here what's your
0: favorite non-pornographic magazine
2: oh my <laughs> gosh wow i came on to this live thinking that would be a wholesome family-friendly <laughs> questionnaire now you're throwing these questions at me dog i don't feel comfortable
0: <laughs> okay but on the count of three one two three
2: good house Keith. good
0: house, good house <laughs> All right, that's awesome oh, that's cool um what 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 is what's the gnarliest trick you've ever landed, Gary? What's the one you're most proud of?
2: Um, well, it's uh, it's like a full twisting. I did it in the competition. It's on my Instagram. It's actually the last thing I posted. Named after out. him. It's not. <laughs> it's not. But I get so much flack for it, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's not the first one to throw it, but like on trampoline, yeah but I, I don't know it's it's debatable I've had people come to me and say oh no people landed it before so like you don't know, deserve the right to name it blah 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 oh, but crap. I don't know there hasn't been any other video proof that I've seen so there's that to consider that's awesome it-
0: um okay so that's a good uh segue to what I also want to ask you guys where do you guys see the potential for uh tramp wall to grow into a sport like what are your guys's goals for that and, like how do you see it manifesting into something even bigger and bigger as it continues to to grow and become more popular with you know larry and magic themselves with me online right now
1: i really like to see an x game event sometime that's that cool be...
2: an x game type event would be sick you know what's funny is that uh you guys are familiar with the movie dodgeball oh. yes do you know how they have, like, the, that, that competition's, like, streaming on, like, ESPN Ocho, like, ESPN 8. It's got all those oddball sports. I feel like if that were a real thing, we'd be
1: thriving in that avenue.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, 100%.
1: 100%. I had someone comment on my video today. They're like, if this was in the Olympics, I would watch the Olympics more.
0: Oh, for sure. But th- there's, there's sports in the Olympics. That, why are they in there? Curling? <laughs> Who cares about Curling. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, I'm not gonna say ping pong, because we all know how, how serious ping pong is, ping is
2: hype. but... Ping pong, I can stand behind. Ping pong is a national treasure. Yeah, ping pong
0: is a national treasure. I've
2: been... Uh... Do you think Tom Hanks, who plays Forrest Gump, is he actually any good at ping pong? Do you think train trained for that
1: segment in the film? I don't know. I hope so. I feel like my... I... ...would be crushed if I found out it was all fake.
2: Yeah, I would be. I would be crushed. Like me. those are not CGI ping pong balls. Those are legit. No, it's legit talent. <laughs>
0: no. Well, it's like I bet he was working on the technique. You know, the hip swivel. I know you guys are terrified of that. Here, of that, that. That technique right there. <laughs> it's going straight to the net every time.
1: We've had some intense matches lately. Yeah. We have. We have. Gary,
0: we've been elevating our game. I hope you've been practicing.
1: I know. I was on the phone with Corinne
2: the other night, and all I could hear was Billy in the background screaming his lung out. And <laughs> there's no way of not knowing who's screaming. That is, I mean, if you've heard Billy scream, it's one in a million. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> that's so true. You can't you can't mistake it for someone else's scream. It's it's just too iconic. But uh, no, it sounds it sounds like it. And I'm. Um, Overly excited to come back to the house and whoop, on, whoop up on y'all. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to you whooping me anytime, whether it's on or off the court.
2: Yeah, it's not going to
0: Oh, What are you guys' favorite movies? I know you guys are both big movie buffs.
2: Um, are we them top three, top five? We'll go, number we'll go top one?
0: three. We'll go top three.
2: Shoot, man. Um... I know Interstellar's in there somewhere for me as oh. far as top three goes. It's just a Matthew McConaughey. It's just phenomenal. I love sci-fi. I love the idea of space exploration. So it's in there for sure. Um, yeah. sure. I got to throw a comedy in there and of course, you know, I'm going to start it off with Step Brothers. So that's probably in there for sure. Um, let's get a good like action. Oh, um, Saving Private Ryan, it kind of hits all three categories.
0: Wow. Yeah. Sci-fi.
2: Had a good old action war flick and then uh, 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 just hands down, just well rounded comedy.
0: That's a solid list. That is a solid list, Jake. Are you gonna top that one.
1: Uh, Dark Knight is number one for me. That one is like, Oh, Dark Knight, yeah. When so it good. first came out, I don't watch movies typically too many times, but that one was up there. <laughs> when I thought there was a drinker, yeah. Um, and just everything about that. The soundtrack, the cast. Wait, did you say, did you say the
2: Dark Knight? Yeah. That's hilarious. I just watched it today. Really? Yeah, no doubt. I had a few hours to kill, two and a half exactly. And, uh, Dark Knight just fit right into that time slot. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: <laughs> what, what are the other two, Jake? Um, I'll say, uh, uh one that's not not many people know i was telling you about this one it's your name it's an animated film uh a lot of people know studio miyazaki like ghibli film um he i think won the 2016 an- an- film of the year so that was like phenomenal it's just really well done and then for the third one man that's a hard one i don't know if i can do three Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Wait, were two of your three animated films? No, the first one was Dark Knight. Oh, that's right, yeah. Excuse oh, yeah. me. Sorry. I kinda wanna do I kinda wanna Thor Ragnarok. I thought that movie Oh was. dude, that that's a good and one. I feel like I need to have one Marvel movie on there just because It's
2: 'cause you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Got our whole house to watch the Marvel franchise. <laughs> hey, I simply threw it out there that I was watching it. Everyone piggybacked that idea. It's not like I like let <laughs> some sort of profound.
0: If you guys, if you guys had to um, relate your, uh, your Wall Tramp skills to a certain Marvel character, Tramp-ball.
1: who would it be and why? Oh, wall, Sorry. <laughs> what? What Marvel character? Yeah. How about this, Jake? You pick mine. I pick yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick each okay. other. Yours is Iron Man.
0: Aww. Oh, Iron Man. Oh, Why, okay. well, what's the reason for that?
1: Hands down. Not well, even-
2: I think you option. you know exactly where I'm going with this, Jake. I think you know exactly who I'm going to pick because you definitely like nailed his his essence in that video you did a while back. But it's Vision for me. You, you, my friend, are Vision.
1: Oh, I-, I forgot about that.
2: Actually, I wasn't even. That's a good one. Yo, Bobby, if have you not seen that TikTok that Jake did? He had a makeup artist do his face up all in that Vision outfit gear, all the red, all the red makeup and like Jake, you went to like like a little uh 99 cent store and got like a little little ruby, little gemstone to
0: <laughs> What no way. It you the? It was the
1: most me Walmart that. cosplay I think I've ever seen ever on anybody. It was thrown together in like what? 36 hours 24 hours with no preparation we literally just like i told them in the makeup store like hey it'd be cool if we did this and then we just like found some supplies i literally had duct tape for the helmet like the metal plate wow dude that's sick wait until you you guys have done
0: a wide array of costumes for um your
2: videos haven't you uh, I know Garrett's into role playing. I'm still on one hand as far as how many costumes I've put on. I think i yeah, me too. put on I a mean- uh, a unicorn costume. Um, I've taken my clothes off a lot for, for some skits. Uh, oh, I, I haven't
0: seen these ones. Send me the link right now. Not necessarily
2: dressing up, but taking clothes off. Uh, Ooh, sure. better. Tramp wall strip? What's Virginia? another thing? Oh, I wore, a, uh, I wore a, a green suit, like a green screen suit, so like <laughs> it was actually a really funny skit that Jr. with Junk Tramp did <clears throat> a while back. He made it seem like uh, who was, I was floating to yeah. teach another guy a, a trick uh, on, on wall. <laughs> and it went actually incredibly viral. Dylan Francis actually duetted it. No way, really? 100%. Holy yep.
0: crap. What?
2: Oh my goodness, that was crazy. That would have been that more was, viral okay. than our
1: vi- our, uh, his video. Out of all of
2: the duets to that video, that, what, uh, the what video was by far my favorite. That's 100%, hands down.
0: I bet Dylan Francis was like, dude, no way I got to duet a video with Garrett Myers. Oh <laughs> I'm my sure God. that's exactly what he thought,
2: you know? Like, goodness, this, he this trampoline athlete just... Mm so incredible
1: 100% Spider-Man costume next time we go to
2: I have more Spider-Man costume it was terrifying because the eye slits were like looking out of um, like a really thin t-shirt just can't see a thing
0: (laughs) yeah I'm sure that would be complicated how how, do you guys ever go blindfold um, on the wall
2: no, but people have um, it's a very stupid idea. I mean, <laughs> toying with your one's own life is uh, yes. can always be tricky but uh what's crazy is that it doesn't seem all that impossible because for the most part, I mean most of us are really used to just uh, doing multiple flips in one section in the air not one section but like one like you go up in the air you do some flips and whatnot flips and spins but like most of it is I mean it can be very blind um so a lot of it is like hearing the air like speed up and you can kind of hear your surroundings it's a very weird thing that you kind of just get used to really um, I never doing it over and over again
0: do you use like your sense of hearing as well when you're doing it
2: uh yeah i've noticed wow. that like if i train with headphones on and it blocks the the wind flow in my ears that my equilibrium is is a little tainted is a little um different
0: wow i would have never guessed that that's amazing
2: yeah so i guess you can open up a plays a, huge a role of in, uh, air awareness
0: that's insane so i guess this like the school of the blind <laughs>
2: Okay, hold on. Yeah, for some reason, Jake... who are blind, who you know, I, I follow multiple, at least two uh, skateboarders who are blind, and it's incredible wow. uh, yeah. what they accomplish with just their you know sense of surrounding and their their hearing.
0: That's amazing because, like, yeah, like usually they have to someone that has a disability like that. They have other abilities that adapt to it, and they're like hypersensitive. Yeah, yeah, like like me, I don't know my lefts and rights but I, I can take a quick angle change at any point necessary.
2: You, uh, you
0: Derek Zoolin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, okay. All right, well, now he's in the booth. Okay, we're going to go oh, back uh, outside, should... and Jake is going to huck some flips for us. Uh,
2: right
0: yeah, yeah on, no,
2: man, Liam says, hi, Uncle G. Uh, so, couldn't...
0: Garrett, thank you. Okay, we're going to critique Jake, and... Um, we're going to teach going Yeah, we're gonna, you're going to teach me, and I'm going to huck something if for the want... video just for Garrett. Uh, anything you want to do? Please let me film this. Okay, here. Oh, hey, Billy. <laughs> hi. Hi, <laughs> uh, right, Gary. Like, give us a, a breakdown of what Jake is doing, and you tell the people uh, the difficulty, and let us know if he's being a little
2: bitch. Wait, ex- explain, explain what I'm, 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 I'm. Commentate, commentate uh, for. Commentate
1: us. He's just gonna trash talk.
2: Okay, so he's doing, <laughs> he's doing seat drops. He's doing seat drops. Okay, he's just he's jumping. He's jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah. He's building up some momentum, he does a backflip to his feet and then back full, another back full. Fantastic. Back full. You gotta switch it up. He's just gonna be wow. the same. Over again. Oh, back oh, oh! There it is. God. Okay. Well, that was neat. That was nifty. Um, nifty. That was nifty. better me, man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> he's winding up, folks. Oh! oh that was a, that was a, well, like, full-in uh, cruise yeah. down.
0: Now call out a trick that he has to do right now. Oh,
2: uh, I want to see a kaboom double fall. Oh, I do oh! Times. I don't even know what that is. It sounds like a sushi roll. I do, and they're freaking terrifying. I know Jake can kaboom. I know he can do this trick. I've never seen him do double though. He can kaboom, but can he What Like two years ago, like a couple times. Let me do a
1: full really quick. See how it feels. You know,
0: pulse and pulse. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett, I miss you.
2: I miss you too, Billy. Oh! Okay. Oh! Billy, I was just telling I was just telling Bobby and Jake how uh, I was on the phone with Corinne the other night, and I could tell <laughs> you guys were playing Big oh! funks I could hear you in the background. Like you could tell we were playing everybody else. Dude, yeah. we are the most evenly matched people at ping pong like, I've ever seen. Is there seen. murder going on downstairs? Oh, no, that's <laughs> just Billy playing ping pong. <laughs> Dude, I've been sharpening my skills. I believe it.
0: I love Garrett. Wait a minute.
2: Wait a minute. Jake, why, are you not attempting the skill? Are you not attempting the, the, the Kaboom Double Full? On, on a white
1: bed, I would, but not on a black bed. <laughs> All right. right, right.
2: Okay, Jake's that. got preferences now.
0: Can you do it, Garrett? Can you?
2: No, asking me if I can even do a kaboom.
0: Dude, land the front flip. You've got that. All right, so it's for Garrett and Jake. Up and over. Yeah, stand for Billy.
2: Put on the landing gear, baby. Let's go, Billy. You got this, Bobby.
0: (laughs) He calls you Billy and he calls me Bobby.
2: You did. Come on, Billy. Hey, Jake, I (laughs) – I got to get you some slack. Yeah! Hey, there you go, Bobby. Let's go, Bobby. Let's go, Bobby. Stop, dude.
0: Thank you. That was just for you, Garrett. I've never landed it before. All right. Thank you so much to my guests. Thank you, for Billy, for filming. No, wait. I, I, I had to. Oh, wait, get the guests in there. You get in there. We got Jake, Garrett. They're revolutionizing their own sport. Make sure you guys check them out on everything. Give them the ads. Tell them yep. what you got going on.
1: Oh, uh, hey. angle flips. Is- the
2: the tweets the twitters jake are Reverse. you on twitter
1: no i mean i have a twitter but i don't ever do anything with it okay
2: well anyways hey bobby thank you so much for having me man it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much jake pleasure is all mine it's always Meh. such an internal mm-hmm. yeah. for i feel the <laughs>
1: same way yeah there's a little throb in my mouth right now <laughs> well we're gonna
0: have to do it again sometime you guys everybody i'm gonna link all your guys' stuff in there Keep an eye out for them. They are, I'm telling you, they're pioneering this crazy sport. I was there. I'm a big fan.
1: I make signs. I go crazy. And we're going to see. Yeah, watch, watch the newest YouTube video. It's yes. the competition. And I, I think I did a really good job I on it. I think you so. did amazing.
0: Yeah. And keep up with what Garrett's doing because he's always doing super sexy, cool stuff. Ooh. And we're going to see. This in which, the next guys, game, guess what? Hey,
1: remember that
2: ankle that I rolled back on the 4th of July? Yes. No. I went skateboarding. Today with a brand new board because I was excited to get back out there. You know, I was like, I'm gonna take a day. I'm gonna take like a little couple hours of leisure time and go skateboard. Rolled the same stupid, stinking-
0: oh!
2: doing a stupid little board slide on this round rail. I feel like a complete idiot. Damn, <laughs> yeah. dude. Well, anyways, well. it was good. Talk to you
0: guys. I love you. you uh, X Games coming soon. Thank you to my guest Garrett. I love you, Jake. You are an incredible, sexy beast. Appreciate you guys. Have you back on real soon. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Everyone else watching, thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye for real. We're out. Peace out. Later.